You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I'm Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Tiffany Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jessalyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talking Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talking Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talking Pets, heard coast to coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talking Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is animal expert himself, Barry Siebold, to answer your medical questions and your behavior questions about your pets at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. The show is produced by executive producer, Mr. Bob Page. Que pasó, senor? What's up, buddy? And also with the assistance of Mr. Zach Budin at Business Talk Radio Network. When you call in, you'll speak with Zach at 866-606-8255, and he'll put you on the line with us. Toll-free, that is, 866-606-8255. The show is brought to you in part by Earth Friendly Natural Pet, the number one stain and odor remover in the country. That's Pet-tastic, available at Petco. And also, don't forget, we're going to be having some trivia throughout the show today, and you can win a whole bunch of prizes. But coming up also is a special guest, Kim Cavan. She is the author of Little Boy Blue, A Puppy's Rescue from Death Row, and His Owner's Journey for Truth. We're going to be giving a couple of Kim's books away as well, so stay tuned for that. But once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. And we're going to be picking the Litter Robot winner this hour. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. Uh, very simple. 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255 is the number to call with your pet questions. We want to introduce a very special guest, actually. Kim Cavan is widely publicized, award-winning journalist, and a volunteer worker dedicated to fostering puppies who have been saved from high-kill shelters, but who have uh, not yet been adopted. Now, she lives in Long Valley, New Jersey, with her hobbies including cooking, wine tasting, and hiking local park trails with her dog, Blue. Blue enjoys long walks in the park, playtime with other dogs, and has an insatiable appetite for all things peanut butter. He holds an AKC Canine Good Citizen Certificate for obedience and can wave to people on command. 
Blue lives in Long Valley, New Jersey with his mom, lots of squirrels, and plenty of deer in his wooded backyard. You can follow Blue on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash littleboyblue.dog. The book is published by Barron's, and we want to welcome on to the program the author of Little Boy Blue, Kim Cabin. Hey, Kim, how you doing? Hi, John. Thanks for having me. It's nice to have you on with us. So right off the bat, I want to introduce you to Barry Seabold. Uh, Hello. Hello. Now, we want to talk about Little Boy Blue. Now, the little reading that I did just there about Little Boy Blue is like the perfect, you know, companion. There is no better dog on earth. I'm sure a lot of your listeners would disagree, but I'll put up a fight about that one. Like long walks in the park, playtime, you know, insatiable appetite. I'm partial to the whole wine tasting thing myself. No, I I was going to go there next, actually. It seems like the perfect household. (laughs) (laughs) Well, y'all are welcome anytime. Come on up. Uh, We will. Jersey, I know it well. I used to actually live in Newark. This is a little different than Newark out here in horse country, but um, we can get you here from there. Yeah, I actually lived in Newark, and I worked in Queens, New York for a while until I moved after about a year or so over to Paramus, New Jersey. So it was an interesting thing back in the 80s. Interesting area. (laughs) A lot different than what it is now. (laughs) But beautiful area in New Jersey. There's some great parts of that uh, that state, that's for sure. I want to ask you, Little Boy Blue, how long did it take you to write this book? Little Boy Blue took, it it was fast, uh, maybe a few months researching and getting the first draft done, and then we spent a good probably four or five months uh, going through it with the editor at Barron's and revising and revising and trying to get it to be a book that people would actually keep turning the pages and read. It's, it's really challenging when you're writing about high-kill shelters and dog rescue. You know, people think it's going to be depressing. They think it's going to be something that they, they can't get through or it's going to make them upset. We wanted to make sure it read like a page-turner, like a thriller, and so far the reviews say we did a good job on that. Good. And actually, people can check it out if you want to go on to our webcam right now. Very nicely placed, by the way, Barry, that book right Thank there. Thank you. And it doesn't block your features at all. I was so, kind of hoping it would. <laughs> <laughs> we have Little Boy Blue featured there. Uh, the, you'll see the uh, the book actually on our webcam at TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com, by Kim Cavan. And actually, we're going to give a couple away during the interview with Kim. Um, but also, Kim, I understand that a portion of the book, the sales, go towards Pet Finder Foundation? They do. I'm, I'm really proud that Barron's agreed to do that. Um, the more books we sell, the more money they're going to give, and the more dogs like Blue will be saved. It's, it's one of the greatest things about this book altogether. All it's fantastic. It's a great picture of Blue on the front cover. What is he? he he's a mutt, right? He is. Uh, I don't actually know the breeds. People ask all the time. People who have boxers meet us in the park and say, what a beautiful boxer mix. People who have pit bulls meet us in the park and say, what a beautiful pit bull mix. People who have hounds meet us in the park and say, what a beautiful hound mix. He's, uh, my vet's official classification on his paper says Heinz 57. You know, it's funny because I'm, I'm looking at him like the ears kind of look like hound. The face around the eyes and stuff, maybe a little bit of the pit. And if you look at the nose, uh, maybe that area, like a, a little more boxerish. I, I could see all three, actually. Yeah, you, I you can. If you saw his chest, you'd say boxer. If you saw his his body, you'd say that's a hunting dog. Um, he's he's a he, he's all around awesome. That's all I can tell you. He's just a little, fabulous. A little bit of this and a little bit of that. Now you got the forward here by Jim Garant. Um, he's actually the New York Times bestselling author of The Lost Dogs. He is, and he has a new book coming out at the end of this month called Wallace about a rescued pit bull who went on to be, I believe, the world's ultimate flying disc champion. Uh, It sounds pretty cool. I haven't seen it yet, but I have it on order. Nice, nice. I want to get right into some of the questions on the book. Um, You know, first of all, you say right off the bat that the United States taxpayers spend 
15 million dollars a year on shelters where dogs die in gas chambers now blue was just a puppy dumped at a gas chamber shelter where the kill rate is an astounding 95 percent a lot of shocking stuff in there right um the the kill rate at blue's shelter sounds hard to believe but it is true I, I went to the shelter i used the freedom of information act to get the kill statistics the director of the shelter handed them to me himself and unless a rescue group a volunteer group steps in 95 percent of the dogs that are left at that shelter get killed um it, it's absolutely horrifying that that's what's going on with taxpayer dollars it's a shelter with a quarter million dollar a year budget it, it just seems unbelievable but it, it is happening all over the country. Some shelters aren't that bad. Some are trying real hard to do the right thing. But, but these shelters are struggling. So I went looking for them. And it's real hard to put an exact number on how many shelters have operating gas chambers. I, I quote a woman from the American Humane Association in Little Boy Blue. She explains that, you know, A, no shelter director wants to stand up and say, hey, over here, we have a gas chamber. We're killing puppies in a gas chamber. So they try to hide it. And sometimes public pressure is brought to bear, so the gas chamber is shut down, but it's still sitting there. So you do, do you call that a gas chamber shelter? We weaved and wove through all of that, and what I was able to document is just shy of 15 million taxpayer dollars a year are funding these kinds of shelters. If somebody came to me and said, hey, it's actually a little more, I wouldn't be surprised because, like I said, it's hard to figure out every single one. But I was able to document more than 40 counties across the country that have this, and it's, it's just alarming. Well, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to continue on, of course, with the author, Kim Cavan. We're talking about Little Boy Blue. It's a book out there, A Puppy's Rescue from Death Row and His Owner's Journey for Truth. It's available in your bookstores and, of course, online. Uh, right now for the uh, number three call, the third caller that comes in at 866-606-8255. That's 866-606-TALK is going to get a complimentary copy of the book, Little Boy Blue by Kim Cavan. Again, 866-606-8255. This is Talking Pets. Barry, I want to say, you know, you ever see those commercials on, on, I'm sure you have, on TV with the ASPCA where they have... Sarah, oh yes, I hate and, those commercials. And she's singing that song, and you see all those faces of those yes. pets. And you got to imagine all these, all those pets like Blue could have been one of those going into these gas chambers. And ninety-five percent death death rate. Amazing. Little Boy Blue is the book. Check it out. Once again, we're speaking with Kim Cavan. This is Talking Pets. We'll be right back. Right after these messages. Stay tuned. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get six dollars off your order of sixty dollars or more, and up to forty percent off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of forty nine dollars or more. Six dollars off, up to forty percent off, and free shipping. From Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel 
smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to AudibleDeals.com. That's AudibleDeals.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebold. That's one of the songs from the soundtrack just out of the new movie that started this weekend with Whitney Houston and uh, Jordan Sparks called Sparkle in a theater near you. You can check it out this weekend. Once again, we're speaking with the author of Little Boy Blue, Kim Cavan. Kim, also, you know, we were talking about, you know, Little Boy Blue and all and, you know, and... 95% 95% of the dogs that end up, you know, in these gas chambers, you know, 90, 95% of the population are, are put to sleep. But how did you end up with Little Boy Blue? I heard, were you looking in your local area? I was. It, it's an interesting phenomenon going on. What's happening in America today is that these rescue people are acting almost like an underground railroad for pets. They are going down to the, it's primarily the southern states where they have the serious overpopulation problems and the gas chamber shelters and the high kill rates. They get the dogs out of there. They transport them primarily up to the northeast, and they put their own zip codes onto PetFinder.com. So people like me sitting in New Jersey, when I type in my zip code and say I'm looking for a dog within 50 miles of here, pictures of dogs in North Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, they come up because the rescues up here have already gotten them into this pipeline of saving their lives. And so I, that is how I found Blue. The day that I offered to adopt him, he was actually sitting 500 miles away uh, in a rural part of North Carolina outside of Durham. It's amazing what people will do for the pets. I mean, you know, they, they are, they, the languages change. We've become parents. They're our kids. You know, we'll do anything in the world for them because they give us that unconditional love for sure. I am one of those people. No question I would step in front of a, bl- a bus to save Blue. I, I love the dog. I'm like, the same yeah. way. with. I've got two cats right now, and, I mean, they mean the world to me. I couldn't imagine life without them. So you understand, I mean, uh, last week on the show, a longtime listener on the program out in Washington, George, had just lost his uh, his dog. And, you know, it's just you sympathize with people. I mean, they go through that grieving process. It's part of their family that they lose. and. You know, it's really sad, and like I said when we were going out to the break about the shelter animals, I mean, like Barry and I were talking about that, that ASPCA thing that you see on the TV, and, you know, it gets to a point where you got to turn it off because you can't look anymore because then you start to bawl your eyes out. But, you know, what you're talking about, like in your book, Little Boy Blue, of all these animals that are going into gas chambers, it's horrifying. The good news is 
there is an army of people getting them out and helping them. Um, I just looked today on PetFinder.com. That website alone has about 14,000 rescue groups right now uploading pictures of dogs and cats and other animals that, that they've saved. If you go on the McDonald's corporate website, that's about the same number of McDonald's restaurants as we have in America. So if you think of every time you see a McDonald's, that's the number of groups that are now working on solving this problem. It just shows the love that we have for these dogs and how we should be trying to do the right thing. It's what the people want. Well, your copy of your book, and thank you, by the way, Kim, uh, Kim Cavan's book, uh, Little Boy Blue, available in bookstores and online, right, Kim? It is. And uh, Adam's getting a copy in Williamsville, Missouri, so congratulations, Adam. That book is coming out to you. We have another one to give away right now at 866-606-TALK. Be the first one to call in to Zach, our producer. 866-606-8255 and the copy of the book Little Boy Blue, it's put up by Barron's it's yours and the author is Kim Cavan and it's a puppy's rescue from death row and his owner's journey for truth how Kim can we actually make make it possible that you know is it through spaying and neutering only is that the only you know way that we can help to maybe decrease the amount of dogs cats, animals in general just going into these chambers that is the ultimate solution. You know, adoption is wonderful, adoption is great, but we are never going to adopt our way out of this problem. The shelter directors that I went and visited with and talked to, they don't describe stray dogs running around. They describe people bringing in box after box after box of newborn puppies to be killed because they just haven't bothered to spay or neuter their pets. They can't be bothered taking care of the dogs. They don't want to find them homes. They don't want to find them owners. That's it, they hand them over and they get killed. Everybody needs to spay and neuter their pets. One of the chapters in Little Boy Blue talks about Asheville, North Carolina, where an incredible uh, organization called the Humane Alliance went in and created a low-cost spay-neuter clinic that does high volume, lots and lots and lots of surgeries all day long. They documented that when the spay-neuter rate went up, the intake rate at the shelters went down, and it was dramatic. It was something like 70%, I want to say. It was huge. So there is no question that this is the answer, and if people would do it, it would go a long way to solving this problem. It's amazing, and that's the big thing. People, and if they'll do it, you know, that's the hard part is convincing people. Isn't people always at the, the top of the problem list? Yep. It's not the dogs, it's the owners, you know, and it's a very true statement. What's your advice, Kim, Kevin, for people that, like, are going to adopt from a shelter like you did with Little Boy Blue? I actually am a big fan of working with a rescue that puts dogs into foster homes, that takes them out of the shelters and puts them into a foster home. Uh, I do this for one of the groups that helped to save Blue. They're called Lulu's Rescue, and I've had now 19 foster dogs in the past year for them. Um, so they come out of the shelter, and, you know, some of them are a little nervous. Some of them need a little health care. Some of them are just fine and ready to go. But if you get them out of that shelter environment, even for a day or two, you can really see the dog's true personality. It's a much different dog than you're going to see if you walk through a shelter full of caged animals. So to me, if you can adopt from somebody who's had a dog in foster, that's ideal because that rescue is trying real hard to figure out who that dog actually is and make sure that they go to the right kind of family. You know, it's interesting. A lot of people say when you're adopting from a shelter, let the dog pick you. because, And they also say, and do you recommend this, that the whole family go? I mean, not just daddy to, to pick up the dog, but maybe bring the kids and the wife and, you know, everybody? I do. In fact, what we do at the rescue I volunteer for is they have to fill out an application, and we try to do a home visit if we can with everybody there, and we talk to them all about their expectations for a dog. And even just having a family conversation, you start to hear that people maybe have different ideas of, what kind of a dog might be ideal, and it's, it's best if you sort that out before you bring the dog home, because obviously once the dog is there, 
you have to do a good job raising the dog, and you don't want to be arguing about how that should be done. You know, when you brought Little Boy Blue home, was he kind of shell-shocked in the beginning, and how long did it take for him to actually, you know, get custom to you and the new surroundings? Blue, what I came to find, I didn't know this the day that I adopted him. I came out to find this while tracing his path back to the cage where he once sat on death row. Blue's first owners had hit him. His The second people who had him under their control, he developed a rash, so they bleached him. Then he was placed in the back of a dark RV and transported 500 miles over something like 17 hours. And when he arrived, they figured out that he'd somebody, either him or the dog in the cage with him, had been vomiting. He'd been laying in that for hours and hours in the dark. So when he showed up, yeah, he was a little shell-shocked, and it took us a while to calm him down. I'm very proud that he holds an AKC Canine Good Citizen Certificate for Obedience because it took us a lot of training to get there. He had to learn to trust people again. And now, friendly as could be, kids, adults, doesn't matter who you are, he's a sweetheart. But in the beginning, yeah, he was shell-shocked, and I think that any human being in his position would have been too. Definitely. Kim, hold on to that thought. We're going to come back with Kim Cavan, the author of Little Boy Blue, available in your bookstore and online. Talk and Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Introducing the new Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection, exclusively at PetSmart. I created it for the pets that rock your world. Shop the Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection and celebrate PetSmart's 25th anniversary with up to 25% off thousands of items on the PetSmart site. Plus, free shipping on orders of $49 or more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. That's PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radial root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Your groomer is going to hate me. Hi, I'm Allie McLennan. Join me for my Pet Life Radio show, Groom for Improvement. You're going to save time and money with these tips from my New York City grooming table. From product recommendations to do's and don'ts, I am going to hook you up. So just do me a favor and don't mention this to your groomer. Groom for Improvement on Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. With this hour's Talking Pets news from the USA Today, live from the ranch, here's your host, John Patch. Out of Duluth, Minnesota, a fundraiser uh, in this week to benefit the flood-damaged Lake Superior Zoo has taken place. Eleven animals in the barnyard exhibit died when floodwaters swamped the zoo in June. The zoo had structural damage and cleanup expenses. Barry Siebold? In Yosemite National Park, a man is dead and a woman is recovering after contracting a rare rodent-borne disease in a popular lodging area. Tests confirmed the man died from hantavirus in late July. Both the victims had been staying in tent cabins in the Curry Village campground where the virus had been detected in deer mice. Cabins are being disinfected. In Dickinson, North Dakota, the... 
Pettinger County Sheriff's Office is down a vehicle after a deputy collided with a moose. The deputy was not hurt in the crash on State Highway 21, but the moose was killed. In Chicago, Illinois, the Lincoln Park Zoo is caring for a newly fledged clutch of three Bally Mina chicks. It is the first time in 12 years the zoo has seen a successful hatching of these birds. The zoo says there are only 115 wild Bally Minas on the its native ranch in Bally and an estimated 1,000 more in captivity. Where was that at? Huh? Where was that? Bally? Oh, Chicago. Oh, in Chicago? Yeah. Do you know what a mina chick is? A who? <laughs> okay, that answers that. In Las Vegas, Nevada, the caretakers of a chimpanzee that escaped an enclosure behind a home for a second time in four weeks say they're accelerating plans to move the animal to a sanctuary. Timmy DeRosa and Lee Watkinson say CJ could be moved to Chimps, Inc. of Bend, Oregon. In Hutchinson, Kansas, three snowy white baby owls rescued and raised at the Hutchinson Zoo are back in the wild. A resident found the the owls three months ago while cutting down a tree. After being raised at the zoo's rehabilitation center, the last of the owls was released this week. And once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. 866-606-TALK is the number. 866-606-8255. By the way, you can watch us live on the webcam at TalkinPets.com. No G on the Talkin'. And um, you can also join us on Facebook and Twitter. And just click on the icons right there on the homepage and become part of our family on Facebook and Twitter. Please do. Do it today. And we're speaking, of course, with Kim Cavan, the author of Little Boy Blue, A Puppy's Rescue from Death Row, and his owner's Journey for Truth. We'll be back with Kim in just a second. But once again, you are listening to Talkin' Pets. Give us a call at 866-606-8255. Yo, listen up. Here's the story about a little guy that lives in a blue world. And all day and all night and everything he like him inside and outside blew his house with a blue little window and a blue corvette and everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around cause he ain't got nobody to listen I'm And you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. The name of the book is Little Boy Blue, a puppy's rescue from death row and his owner's journey for truth. The author is Kim Cavan. You can find the book online and you can find it in bookstores. By the way, a portion of the book's proceeds would go to Pet Finder Foundation, working to ensure that every pet has a forever home like Little Boy Blue. Congratulations to Maggie out there, or I'm sorry, Margie it is, in Henderson, Nevada. She's getting a copy of the book, listening on KNUU out there in the Las Vegas area. So congratulations, we'll get you out a copy of Little Boy Blue. we got Kim on for a couple more minutes, but we have the last book we're going to give away right now, the number three call that comes in to Zach, our producer, at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. A copy of Little Boy Blue is yours. Again, 866-606-8255. Kim, if you can put out a plea, like bringing home Little Boy Blue to your home, um, to people, what would be a statement that you would make to America right now to get people to go to a shelter and adopt a pet? They're awesome dogs. You know, people think that because these dogs are in a shelter, there's something must be wrong with them, and that is just quite simply not the case. 
yes, of course, once in a while you get a dog who, who bites someone or something and is taken to a shelter for a reason. But what the shelter directors repeatedly told me as I traveled all around checking these places out is these are unwanted puppies. There's nothing wrong with them. They are boxes of newly born puppies, often dumped with their mothers right there in the shelter. They're fabulous dogs. Give them a chance. Well, that's that's the truth. They definitely need a chance. And there's and like you said, and a lot of the times, like there, some people will automatically say they're in there because of medical reasons, but that's not true. A lot more are in there for like behavioral reasons, and it's not even so much the behavior of the pet; it's the behavior of the owners. They One of the awful things that I've learned now that I've been volunteering with the rescue for a year is the number of people who give their dogs back. They get a brand new puppy. They do a lousy job training it if they bother training it at all, and then they say, "Oh, this is a bad dog." Nonsense. It's a bad owner. If you, if you, if you, a lot of these dogs in the shelters are so green and so brand new and so fresh, they haven't even had a chance for people to screw them up before they get killed, you know? Bring them home. Give them a nice home. Teach them some basic manners. They're going to be wonderful, loving companions for years and years to come. And it's amazing because a lot of, a lot of people will go to the shelter thinking, you know, they're only going to get a mixed breed there, but there's a lot of purebreds as well. The statistics that I have seen is that about a quarter of the dogs in the shelters are purebreds. So, and, you know, I mean, the thing is, though, I've always had all my life, I've had mixed breeds, and sometimes, I mean, honestly, they make the better dog because they're more, they're not as susceptible to some of the given diseases or illnesses that purebreds will have. You know, one of the stories I tell in Little Boy Blue is that his best friend is an AKC champion, Doberman Pinscher, that my parents have, who cost a fortune and is worth a million, you know, blue was 400 bucks. These dogs play beautifully together. They love our family all just the same. We love them just the same. I, I don't personally think purebreds are any better than mutts or vice versa. I think they're all great animals, and they all deserve wonderful homes. Well, how is uh, Little Boy Blue adapting to becoming such a, uh, you know, such a fan favorite now because of his new book? And is, what's coming up in the future for him? Little Boy Blue and I are starting our book publicity events next weekend. So we did our first big one actually back in June at Book Expo America in New York City, and he had to walk into the Jacob Javits Convention Center, sit at a booth, and let a 1,000 people pet him while I signed books. He did great. He even let a little 2-year-old kid whap him on the head with a lollipop. He just licked the kid and said hi. Well, Kim, I want to thank you so much for joining us here on the program. Great pleasure and some great information. And, you know, it, it's true. People need to go to their local shelter and adopt. And, and as you stated, too, spay and neuter is extremely important, but, you know, people need to be responsible. Thanks again for having me, and thanks to your producer, Zach, for that cool song about blue. I'd never heard that tune before. It was perfect. That actually, Bobby's giving me the look over there. That was my executive producer, Bobby. <laughs> he came up with that. It was a good song for it, wasn't it? <laughs> Worked out right. Kim, thanks so much. You guys have a great day. You too, Kim. Bye-bye. That's Kim Cavan, the author of Little Boy Blue. And again, like I said, uh, proceeds go towards Pet Finder uh, Foundation. So if you purchase the book, a percentage goes towards them. And all, all dogs need a home, of course, and a good home. A Puppy's Rescue from Death Row and His Owner's Journey for Truth. That is the book. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. Like I said, that number three call to come in right now at 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. We'll get a copy of the book, 866-606-8255. That's the number to call, 866-606-8255. Call right now, and a copy of Little Boy Blue is Yours by Kim Cavan, A Puppy's Rescue from Death Row and His Owner's Journey for Truth. And you remember, too, the U.S. taxpayers spend $15 million a year on shelters where dogs die in gas chambers. And Blue was just a puppy dumped at a gas chamber shelter where the kill rate is an astounding 95%. And at just three months old, Blue was given just three days 
to live. Can you imagine? I mean, you leave here right now and you're shipped off to a building. They're like, you're going to die in three days. <laughs> it's your Thanks, time. Thanks, John. <laughs> well, when I had my heart attack, it was like that. It was like back and forth for two weeks in the hospital. It's like, yeah, you're dying today. No, you're going to live. No, you're dying. <laughs> Say it. Yeah. Today's looking good. Tomorrow's questionable. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it was two weeks of, well, it was two weeks of hell. <laughs> but I'm still here like Little Boy Blue because somebody adopted Little Boy Blue, and of course Kim Cavan did from a local shelter. So go to yeah, your local shelter and adopt an animal today. We just got to get somebody to adopt you now. Yes, true. No. We'll see. <laughs> that music right there is the intro we want to bring on to the program right now. Miss Kim Brown, and she is with... Litter Robot, automatic, uh, you know, pet products there. So automated uh, pet products. Litter Robot, we're going to give it away. We've been saying for weeks that we're going to have a contest. We've had the contest, and people have registered to win this Litter Robot. Kim, welcome to Talking Pets. Hi, thank you. What's the price on the Litter Robot, by the way? There are two different models. There's a um, Litter Robot Standard, which is three thirty nine ninety nine, and there's a Litter Robot Bubble, which has kind of a bay window, if you will, and that's three fifty nine ninety nine. Which one are we giving away? We are giving away the bay window version. Okay, so that's the higher end one. That's so right. That's what somebody's going to win. Now, I don't know if you've met Barry on the show before, but Barry Seabold's sitting in with me here. Hello. Hey, hi, Barry. Yep, we've spoken. Now, Automatic Pet uh, pet Care Products now put out Litter Robot. Now, this is available, and people can go onto your website to find out more about Litter Robot, or mine, of course. And mm-hmm. can you give that out to us? Sure. It's litter-robot.com, L-I-T-T-E-R-R-O-B-O-T.com. Litter-robot.com, or, of course, you can go to talkingpets.com. T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com. Click on the banner there. that You'll see the picture of the litter robot, and that will lead you to all the information, so that makes it just as easy. But, um, of course, we've been saying for so long, you know, for the last three months, we're going to have this contest, and we're going to pick a winner. And, uh, Kim, I said to you, because I did not show Kim the winner, like the entry list. So, Kim, you have no idea of any order or anything like that, correct? That's correct. So, we, didn't wanna, we wanted to play fair here. So I get to look at the list. Barry sees the list. I do. Um, but Kim, all Kim's going to do right now, other than give away, you know, a valued price over three hundred and fifty dollars, a litter robot, and somebody's going to be lucky enough to win one of those right now. She's going to pick a number, and she's going to pick a number from starting at number one, Kim, and up to one twenty-one. So any number between one and one twenty-one. Okay, I'm going to pick seventy-nine. You're going to pick 79. Okay, so Kim goes with... John's got to count. He's getting his fingers out. And no, you, you want to know an ironic <laughs> thing? I, when, I, it's ironic because when I made the list out of everybody who entered, I only put certain... I'm not kidding. Am I kidding you? Did I know. I, I saw I, it, yeah. Did I not put the number there? Oh, yeah, you did. And um, so all of a sudden it was like I just put certain numbers because it was like in an Excel file and so on and so forth. And the one number that I put down so I knew where I was in the list... No, no word of lying, Kim, you did not see this, uh, was 79. Is that not that's odd? That is odd. And I, actually, I don't actually understand, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't understand either. John is odd. <laughs> it, it just happens that way. But actually, our winner, as we're going to announce right now, is Frank. And Frank Mancuso um, in South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina. So um, actually, Frank, congratulations. You are getting... 
the Litter Robot. We're going to find out exactly what you're getting and a little bit about it because Kim's going to fill us in when we come back on how it works and how you operate it and what you're going to use inside of it. And Frank, um, congratulations if you're listening right now. You've got the $350 Litter Robot being sent to you in Columbia, South Carolina. We'll be right back. Once again, Kim, don't go away, okay? Can you stay a little bit? Sure thing. Uh-huh. We're going to come back with Kim Brown from Litter Robot. You can check it out at litter-robot.com, or you can go to talkingpets.com to find out more about the product. But once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. 866-606-TALK is our number, 866-606-8255. But congratulations to Frank Mancuso. He is the winner of the Litter Robot in Columbia, South Carolina. This is Talking Pets. Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Lucky, L-U-C-K-Y, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. Is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Hi, this is Tim Link, host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Join me as we feature interviews with best-selling pet-related authors, award-winning writers, and journalists, and bloggers. And we'll tell stories about the animals and interesting topics about the animals in our lives. Each of the interviews will give you a first-hand knowledge about why the authors and writers chose a particular story, what the feature animals meant to them, and what has become of those animals that we've talked about. And of course, I'll also share stories from my own books, blogs, articles, and experiences. So be sure to join me and the writers and authors on Animal Rights. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. 866-606-TALK is the number, 866-606-8255. By the way, you can watch us live on the webcam right now at TalkingPets.com. And please join us on Facebook and Twitter. Just click on the icons up above. You know, we've been running a contest for the last couple of weeks for uh, Litter Robot, and a lot of people registered. A lot of people who called into the show got registered. So uh, we did pick a lucky winner. And we're on the line with Kim Brown right now. Kim, I had to ask you, you know, during the break I said to Barry, it's kind of ironic that you picked that number, and that's one of the numbers that I put down. And 
I, I gotta ask you, why'd you pick number seventy nine? Um, you know what? I don't know. You said between one and one twenty one, and I just I like to, I guess, roll by the first thing that uh, comes into my head. So I can't say there were any complex. I didn't know. I didn't know if there on. was like. <laughs> I didn't know if there was a significance. Like maybe that was the year you were born or something. I don't know. No, actually, I'm older than that. Oh. I wish that you know. I wish <laughs> that was the year I was born. I told John uh, that no, he I shouldn't ask that. A little that. bit more of the 70s. Well, what? 79 is not bad. You That's... are not supposed to ask a lady how old she is. I didn't is. say how old she was. I said she was born in 79. Yeah. <laughs> well, John Kim, has no cooth. I Kim, we want to we introduce you, actually, um, to the winner of the contest. His name is Frank Mancuso out of Columbia, South Carolina. Frank, uh, welcome on the Talking Pets. Great. Hey, great to be with you. Uh, congratulations. You were entered into the contest, and uh, you won um, out of you know 100-some people. Basically, you were the number that Kim picked, which you were number 79 in the contest, and uh, you got a $350 litter robot, automatic litter box. Sounds good. I can't, I can't wait to see Marmy's reaction when that thing goes off. But. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's Hi, Frank. A... Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Kim. That's a now, good what's question, your cat's name? Uh, I'm sorry. Say that again? What's your cat's name? Uh, Mar- uh, it's short for Marmalade. M A R M I. Marmy. Marmy. It's funny because Kim, a lot of people think because, and I have to say, I was that way in the beginning too. Is that you know, I was always afraid that the cats were going to be afraid of it when it would go off because this spins, but they're not. They actually watch it like it's television. They actually love when it goes off. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens with cats too. You're looking at. I'll try to stop doing it in my head real quick. Almost a thirteen-year-old cat. I don't know how many that might. That might be seventy-nine in the uh, cat years, but she's a thirteen-year-old cat, and she's real inquisitive. Film and does what we call the slap fight. You know, with me, she'll play rough. She'll kind of swat at me a little bit. So uh-huh. she's still a kitten at heart. Still a kitten at heart. <laughs> well, you need to well, play well, that seventy-nine in the lotto tonight or something yeah. because it can't be <laughs> for you. All right, thank you very much. You're welcome. We'll get that right out to you, Frank. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks. That's Frank Mancuso, the winner of the Litter Robot Contest, worth $350. That's coming out to him in Columbia, South Carolina. So, Kim, when he gets this, is it, it's an easy setup, correct? I mean, to set it up and all? It is. It's really easy. There, um, it comes in a box, and there's, there are really just three different pieces, basically. There's the base, and then a drawer that goes into the base, and that's what's going to hold the waste. And then there's the globe, which sits on top. That's the, you know, kind of spaceship-looking piece. So it's very, very simple. And then um, he can leave it unplugged at first if he would like. I, I did that with my cats at first just uh, because I was a little concerned that the rotating would freak them out. So I left it unplugged for the first probably three days, and then I'd run it manually. I'd go downstairs and make sure that uh, I was there. and You know, I was curious to see the reaction. And that's kind of, you know, the way that I introduced my cats to it. The other thing is it can be helpful to put a little bit of the old litter into the litter robot. If the cats don't go in there right away at first, um, like I say, mine did uh, go in without any, you know, I, I just put in brand new litter. But Is it good cats, to use like a clumping litter? You can, in fact, the clumping litter is really um, the, the best kind to use in a litter robot, and it won't work with the regular clay litter. So you okay. can use the clumping litter. You can use um, the pearls. Uh, um, in fact, we sell one called Null Odor, which is, is great if that's the way you want to go. I really, myself, I use the clumping litter, and I like that because um, it lasts a very long time. Since that, uh, you know, in a traditional litter box, the um, the clumping action of the clumping litter, it kind of continues to work. So you end up with, instead of a nice little tidy clump, that if you had scooped it out, say, you know, 10 minutes after the cat was in there, 
if you leave it longer, it kind of starts to dissipate into the other litter. And so you end up, if you're not scooping several times a day with your traditional litter box, you end up needing to replace all of the litter very frequently or else you've got, you know, odor issues. So that's and the nice thing with Litter Robot. It's automatically cleaning every time um, the cat goes. So uh, seven minutes after it starts the cleaning cycle, seven minutes after the cat leaves, it'll start that cleaning cycle. And so the clumping litter lasts a really long time. So you don't got to worry, Frank, when uh, Marmy goes into the litter robot because it's seven minutes after he's in there and leaves that it goes off. So you don't have to worry about him being like in, a, in a clothes washer or something or a dryer. Right. No, not at all. <laughs> We've got sensors. So if the cat is curious and comes back and, you know, puts their foot up on the, the step, then the sensor will sense that the cat's there and stop the movement of the litter robot. Um, now, they do need the cat does need to be more than five pounds in order for that to work. So if you've got kittens, we say... You know, leave it on manual until they get a little bit bigger. And then also, Frank, you know, your cat, Marmee, is going to have a room with a view because this one has the window in it. That's right. That's pretty cool. And they come in colors, right? They do. Uh, there is a beige, which is definitely the most popular. There's also a black, and there's a gray, which uh, does have uh, some recycled plastic content as well. Uh, so, yep, there are three different colors. Well, Frank, if you want to call back to Zach and let you let him know what color, then uh, we'll have that sent out to you. But you're getting the high-end litter robot. Again, you can find out more information at TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com. You can also go directly to Litter-Robot.com and find out there. Kim, I want to thank you so much for joining us and giving the litter robot away. I know you made Frank's day, so uh, and I should say you well, probably made Marmy's as well. You know, we're so excited to participate and so excited that you've got contests like this going on. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to Frank getting the litter robot. Sounds good. And you'll, that'll just come out on his doorstep one of these days, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. I'll, get, I'll get you his address and everything like that after the show. So, uh, Kim, thanks for joining us here from Litter Robot. Thanks a lot, Don. Thanks, sure. Kim. That's Kim Brown from Litter Robot. Again, you can check it out at litter-robot.com or go to talkingpets.com. Congratulations once again to Frank Mancuso, the winner of the Litter Robot in Columbia, South Carolina. Pretty cool, huh? That is. I, I picture like this big cement mixer looking thing. You it's kind of like that, really. I mean, when it showed up on my doorstep. I haven't even seen them yet. It's like, I, I thought somebody sent me a refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> it comes in a really big box. A very big box. So... One of these days, it's probably going to be my new home. Right. (laughs) Once again, thanks for joining us here on Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Sewell. Bob Page. Don't forget, you can check out the uh, book by Kim Cavan. And, of course, it is called Little Boy Blue. And check out Litter Robot at TalkinPets.com. T-A-L-K-I-N Pets.com. And congratulations to Frank Mancuso, the winner of the Litter Robot. Spay and neuter your pets and help control that pet population when you're adopting. Just like Little Boy Blue, you want to adopt from your local animal shelter. Thanks for joining us in this hour of Talking Pets, and special thanks to our producer, Mr. Zach Rudy. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.